Steve Gomez is a 29-year industry veteran, business coach, and trainer. He's an author of multiple books, including Financial Fitness and Interdependent Leadership. Today, we're going to talk about what it takes to build a business and getting out of the recessionary mindset and getting into a growth mindset. Welcome back to the Hairdresser Strong Show. Today, I'm with Steve Gomez. Uh, How are you doing today? I'm doing great, brother. How are you? Awesome. Awesome. I'm so good. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm excited to have this conversation and hear what you got to say. Uh, getting at, getting into growth mindset is something we're doing at the salon that I'm at. And uh, so I think this is like such a great time. It, feel, it feels like we should be doing this. Uh, so why don't you get, give us a little like, um, like a super quick uh, synopsis of like who you are and what you do uh, for those people who did not see the last episode. Sure. That you read. So- so first of all, thanks for having me, Robert. Um, I've been in the industry 29 years. I'm a coach and trainer. Um, I support salons and spas and professionals in our industry globally uh, to uh, grow their business, to increase profitability, to understand finances, to drive marketing and sales plans, recruit, hire, train, onboard, promote from within, learn how to lead, how to guide. Uh, that's my cup of tea. That's my passion. Uh, I've been doing this long enough uh, to know that it's my life path. Like a lot of us, this isn't just a job. It's our life path. This is what we're doing until we drop, right? So that's what I do. Um, I've coached over 500 salons and spas to date. Uh, I've trained over 200,000 people to date um, all over the world. Um, And I, I love our industry and I love helping people. Uh, that's the name of my game. So anytime I can have a conversation like this, uh, it's always exciting for me. Nice. Awesome. Cool. Well, uh, I'm excited to hear. Uh, so we're talking today about, uh, what type of conversations and what type of things you help people with when it comes to helping them build their business and getting out of that recessionary and, uh, uh, and also like, I like to say, um, like survival mode, uh, that we've been in and then getting, start looking at the future and growth. Sure. Well, I'll tell you this, you know, uh, we're, a lot of people are saying that we're in a recession already uh, as this recording's happening. So whether you listen to this recording now in the present day or in years to come, we're going to be in and out of recessions. That's just the nature of how the economic landscape looks. But what happens is when we get into these uh, time periods is I, I think first and foremost, we let so much outside circumstantial noise dictate how we view and see things. So I take off this lens of looking at things from an empowered way, and I put on that situational lens, and I see it this way now. And while it's important to take stock of what's going on with a potential recession, or if we're in one, it's critical that we get into attack mode not into withhold mode, uh, not to let a recession be the reason why things are happening in our business. Oh, it's the recession. BS. Recession's happening. But who are you going to be and what are you going to do? And uh, quite often uh, when people get more conservative with their cash flow, uh, those higher end services are going to be the things that kind of uh, what I've seen when I've seen recessions come and go. the higher end treatments, the higher end color treatments, the higher end skincare treatments, et cetera, we see a drop in percentage. 
if you see a 10% drop, that's precipitous because, you know, especially on the price point, if you're doing a hundred colors a month at 250 bucks and all of a sudden you're doing 90 of them, that's significant cash flow. There goes $2,500 out the door. Mm -hmm. So what happens is we see that and we get panicky and we get freaked out and we let the emotion dictate the decision-making process. And then we get all upset that it's happening. Uh, here's a newsflash, everybody. Your business could give a shit how you feel. Your business needs you to be in action. Your business is the chick in the nest needing to be fed, and it doesn't care about your complaint. So we can either let the reasons why things are going on, recession, or I lost two people, or whatever the hell going is going on, that could be the reason why, and enjoy that drama. Go have it with your mama. You know, like seriously, <laughs> seriously. You know, at the end of the day, things outside your shop are going to be happening constantly. Look at COVID. Much worse than a recession in my book. We yeah. were all shut down doing nothing. So totally. if we can survive that, we can definitely thrive in a recession. So how do we thrive? We've got to shift the mindset. We've got to be an attack. So here's a growth-minded way of looking at it. If people are going to be conservative, and if we already know and we can project that they will, then we have to highlight those services in a way that makes, for the guest, they have to see those services as like, no kidding, I have to have that. I'm going to cut back in other areas, but I'm not cutting back in my high-end color or my high-end skincare treatment or my high-end nail service. I am not cutting back in that. So in order for us to get that mindset going for them, we have to present ourselves that way. So one of the things that I've done throughout the years when we've been in these different economic downturns is to have us realize that there's a part of our business that's always going to be recession proof. People are on a fundamental level are going to need to come in to get, to get the services. So being that we're going to have their attention, while we have it, we have to capture it with uh, shifting their mindset. We need them to get that, okay, maybe you're not going to go on that vacation like you were. Maybe you're not going to go to Europe for two weeks like you were planning because things are getting a little tighter right now. Okay, so you're not spending that money. You're holding back. You're being more conservative in, 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 in where you are fiscally. Okay, got it. But at the end of the day, what if... We positioned our business as a vacation for them to have at home. See, your salon and spa should be the staycation for your customers. You want them coming in and realizing, well, I might not go out on that trip, but man, I'm going to go spend way less than I would have there, and I'm going to get pampered, and I'm going to get my hair did, and I'm going to get my nails did, and I'm going to get a facial and a massage or whatever it is, and I'm going to feel great about me. So if you're listening to this, whether you're an independent working in your own studio or you work in a salon or you run the business, get everybody together and say, how can we position ourselves so that in our client's mindset, we are the vacation resource for them? And then you can do themes. I have a client right now in Idaho and she's getting ready to go. She's getting ready to go to Paris and London next month. So she's doing a whole Paris themed month in the business scones and baguettes and, and, you know, uh, the, the little, uh, oh God, what are those little macaroons and nice. uh, just doing all kinds of fun little things, you know, to create this, like we are a destination. We have destination themes. Uh, she met with her team 
And I asked her, I said, meet with the team and then come back to me with all the different ways that we can aggressively attack the recession. Her team came up with 15 things, 15. Nice. So what we did was we shifted out of the, the recession, the recession, the recession to how do we combat it? How do we work together to come up with the ideas? Because here's the thing. People get involved with what they help to create. So owners out there, if you don't get your team involved and you're just trying to figure it all out yourself, that's exhausting. If you've got 10 people working in the business, that's 10 hearts and minds plus you. So that's 11. So get everybody together and everybody working towards something, everybody ideating, everybody coming up with ways that we can combat what's occurring. That is being growth minded. That's amazing. I love that. That's so good. I mean, I know for sure that a lot of a lot of people are talking about their concerns about the recession and and the and the money and customers are starting to uh, adjust a little bit. It seems like, and I think that's a great time to hear this message. So that's so good. And uh, what uh and what type of uh, responses are you getting when you talk to your to your to your coaching uh, clients about it? Are they excited? Are they fearful? Are they apprehensive? Uh, well, I mean, it, when people are fearful and ap- apprehensive. We're going to shift that. Gotcha. You know, I, I'm, I'm the type of guy that when you're feeling that way, I'm going to be like, okay, what do you get out of feeling that? You know, and what's the truth of what is actually happening versus what you perceive to happen? And how long do you want to keep thinking that? I'll give you another 10 seconds. How's that going to work for you? Go for it. Keep thinking that way. Or let's lean in. Usually people that are working with me are leaning in anyways. The way that I set up how people uh, choose to work with me and me with them is by the time we're on that first call, we are full systems go. So I've already got the mindset where it needs to be. So that if somebody does have a fear about something, they're very quickly letting me know because they know they need to work through it as opposed to choosing to be stuck in it. You know, right. and, and and I'll have fun with it. Then you want to be stuck in that? Let's play the violins then. How's that going to go for you? You know, choose to stay there as long as you want. How, you know, how is that going to serve? You know, so for me, it's about helping people shift into action. Focus on what you can control. If I go back to the pandemic, I had to walk 58 businesses through closing their doors forever during the pandemic. And typically wow. I'm doing that one, one every 90 days, one every 90 days. Uh, 58 in that first year that we were shuttered, you wow. know, and, and I swear, I mean, I, I probably aged 10 years in one year going through that, you yeah. know, uh, and there's nothing worse than being in those conversations where people have just lost everything. Uh, and, you know, it, it's, it's, it's horrible, you know, so on behalf of those people that wish they had your problems, if you're listening, I invite you to lean right into those problems and go after it because it's a stepping stone. Don't let you survived COVID and you're still here in your industry kicking ass and taking names. So whatever recession's coming at us, let's be the solution for our guests. Let's be the reason why they're going to feel good and have a little bit normalcy and comfort. Us, we're modern day healers. We place our hands on people. We're the, besides doctors and nurses and personal trainers and physical therapists, it's us. We are one of the very few that we are licensed to touch people. And what we're doing on a regular basis is making them feel great on the inside based on what we do on the outside. And that's priceless. So own your shit, everybody, and, and lean into it and make your place a destination that people just can't live without. And that has to come from you. You know, it's like 
when people meet me, I'm very strongly convicted about what I'm here to do. And if people resonate with that message, we kick ass together because I'm unequivocal about what we're going to do. I don't live in the world of let's hope to maybe try something. I live in the world of by when we're going to do it. And the only thing that might shift is this circumstance might come in and we have to pivot and address it, but we're still going to go to that end destination. We will get there. It's like driving from, uh, I live in uh, San Bernardino County. It's like driving from here to LA, clear path to get to LA, but I get a flat tire. So I have to deal with that, right? Right, Take a right. couple hours out of my day. I got to spend a little money on it, but now I'm back on the road. Same thing. Your business is always going to be waiting for you to grow it. It's what it wants. And you don't have to have all the answers now in the moment. But us right brain creatives, we want it yesterday. So we got to be patient and we got to focus on what we can control. And let me tell you what you can control, everybody. Number one, you can control what you're doing with every guest every time you see them. And one of the things, Robert, that I don't see enough of in our industry is that we don't make a plan for our guests before they show up. We're so arrogantly assumptive we just, and we get lazy in our habits, but we say we're really great at customer service. Most people I know in our industry just show up, you know, a little bit before their guest running in with their hair not done or makeup on and things like that. Uh, and, you know, oh, I know Robert's coming in. I know Robert. I've been working with Robert for two years. I know exactly what I'm going to do with Robert. I know what he likes. Assumptive, assumptive, assumptive. What we have to do is realize that although we have a, a, a comfort with our client, we have to keep them and, and then by proxy ourselves on our toes. So the best way to do that is to take 15 minutes before the day begins, 20 minutes before the day begins. Look at who's on your books, go into their records, go into your software, go into your records, go three visits backwards and see the patterns. What has Robert been doing? Has he purchased any products? When? He purchased he purchased shampoo and conditioner three visits ago. Okay, he's probably due for some now. You know, what do I know about Robert, his lifestyle? What do I know about his hair? What would be the optimum? I want everybody to lean into that. What would be the optimum service that is going to give Robert the look and health and maintenance that he deserves from me as a professional? Because he doesn't know, I do. And I can't let anything get in the way. Recession. He's not going to want to spend the money. He had to get four new tires on his car. Wham, wham, wham. He's not going to want to pay that extra $20. He's never said yes before. He'll never say yes. All these thoughts. Look, you guys, they're human. I get it. We're all human. We have these thoughts. So I'm here to help you replace those thoughts with, hold on. I'm not here to dictate to Robert how to spend his money and make buying decisions for him. I'm here to make recommendations to Robert that are going to enhance his ultimate look and lifestyle. And that's what he's trusting me for. It's up to him to say yes or no. So therefore, I'm going to take a couple minutes before the beginning of my day, and I'm going to make a plan. I'm going to look backwards to then spring forward. I'm going to see what he needs, and then I'm going to write out what I'm going to recommend and how much that is. So if I'm starting with a $50 haircut for Robert, but I know he can benefit from a conditioning treatment and a gloss, that's another $75. And if I know he's due for shampoo and conditioner, based on that price point, that could be another $60. So now I got a $50 service with the potential of having it be $125 at the end and $60 right. in retail. So then at the end of the day, 
I then go back and circle what, what Robert said yes to everybody. You know, so maybe you did the gloss and not the conditioning treatment. Maybe you didn't do the services I recommended, but you bought the retail. And then you can look at your day and you you can begin to see what is on the books and what's possible when you're going after the optimum for people. And what's going to happen, everybody, is you will create momentum in your business by doing it. I have a client down in Florida and we've been doing it with her whole team. And we did an additional $1,500 the first two days of last week. Nice. 1500, 750 a day amongst nice. 10 people by making a plan. And she's having her team submit to her. I had her do it for two weeks with me every day. She had to email me what her plan was. And at the end of the day, she had to show me how she did. That level of accountability puts asses on the hot seat and no more excuses because I got to report to somebody and show them how I did it, You know, a foot on the ass is always a great thing, everybody. And Again, when we're talking about a recession mindset, we can either let circumstances around us dictate results and thought processes, or we can make a plan every day because the recession has nothing to do with Robert needing a gloss, a conditioning treatment, a cut, you know, a beard trim, you know, and a, and a you know, or like a facial, right? Like people are going to need those things no matter what's going on. But when you stop to think about and make a plan, you become more prepared. And when you become more prepared, you become more confident. And when you become more confident, you become more easeful to be around. People get that aura and that magnetism from you. And they say yes to what you're recommending that much more because it's just oozing out of you. It's who you're being because you took the time to be prepared. So take the time, everybody, to be prepared. And I think the last thing I'll say, Robert, is this. Um, We don't track enough our new client retention. And you and I were talking about that. Track your new clients, everybody. Weekly, monthly, every quarter, break it down. Look at how many new guests are coming in. But most importantly, how many of them are getting additional treatments? How many of them are purchasing retail? And how many of them are rebooking? Because you can get 20 new guests a week as a company, 50 new guests a week as a company. Uh, I see an average of 20% rebooking out there of new guests. Horrific, because we're just not focused on it. So you're getting diamonds in your hand, you guys. Diamonds coming in, but we're not tracking and looking at how effective we are with them. So if you're an owner on here, break it down by for the whole business, but by each technician. If you work for yourself as a technician, track for yourself. If you're a stylist on here, go ask for the reports from your owners or start tracking it yourself. Know exactly how many people are coming in and how efficient you are at blowing them away with amazing customer service and an amazing result and following up at the end to ensure they get the retail, which drives retention and that you're rebooking them because that drives them back in by 80%. People that rebook, 80% of them come back. People that don't rebook, 40% of them come back. You know, it's just that critical that you do that, right? So when you're tracking it with new guests, you can begin to see how effective you are at really growing your business and it can help you attack different areas to be better at what you're doing. And the other thing about tracking new client retention is people shake in their boots about raise and prices, right? And we got to raise prices. Yeah. So you can drive cash flow because if you are seeing certain guests not spend money on things because it's a recession, then raising your prices is a smart thing. Now you might say, well, what if I raise my prices? They're not going to work. Here's the thing. When you track your new client business, you can raise your prices and you might get some existing clients to choose to go somewhere else. But when you're seeing 
20 or 30 new clients more a month, then you can, you can afford to lose 10 that don't want to pay the price that you're charging when you're getting 30 that are coming in. And if you're rebooking them, you're going to get at least half of them to come back to you and you're going to replace 10 within 30 to 45 days. Why do I know that? Because I'm actively coaching 21 businesses a month and it's what we're looking at and it's how we're attacking it. Know your data, everybody. Start tracking it so you can see the gold and the diamonds in your hands and you can cultivate them and you can grow your business exponentially because you're focused on who wants to be with you and you're focused on growth. Anybody else? Love you. I'll see you at the bar for happy hour. But if you don't want to spend this with me, no problem. I'll buy you a beer on Friday night. But we just, we freak out if Robert wants to leave everybody. Oh no, got to keep Robert. So I'll charge less. I won't raise my prices. I'm not going to recommend this. I'm not going to recommend that. That's scarcity thinking. It's going to keep you right here. Abundant growth-minded thinking is tracking, analyzing, and attacking very strategically. Learn to love the data and what it's telling you about your business, everybody. It's just that critical. Nice. I love that. I feel like I just uh, really got a peek uh, underneath the behind the curtain of what it'd be like with you as my coach. Uh, I love, uh, so I think everybody here has got a lot here. You got ideas ideas for the salon you got uh, ideas for the for as a stylist even and um, also some insight into the type of things that people can expect to uh, work on with you uh, so if if um, I guess to wrap it up how what's the best way for people to get in touch with you a couple of ways uh, my email is info at stevengomez.net that's s-t-e-p-h-e-n g-o-m-e-z dot net Follow me um, on Insta at Salon Coach SJG. Those are my initials, Stephen James Gomez. Uh, you come to my website, www.stephengomez.net. Uh, you know, those are the ways to get a hold of me. Uh, if you have questions and need support, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely here to help. Uh, and you Great. can always find me on the road. Um, um, uh, that's how Robert found me. Uh, he came to a class I was leading at the premiere show in Orlando this past June. Um, you know, so you can find me, uh, in any of those ways, shapes and forms. Nice. And I'll make sure to leave all that information, uh, with links and stuff below so you can get in contact with him and, uh, definitely, uh, you know, I hope that everybody got something out of this. I definitely got something. And, uh, if you're one of the people that, uh, are out there thinking that like, I, you love all this, but um, like most of us, it's best to have somebody like you were saying, Steve, to uh, really have hold you accountable. And I think that there's like, it's such so much value there. Uh, well, thank you so much. Um, it is. Yeah. Is there any last thing that you want to say? I mean, I feel like you did sure. a great job here, but thank you. Anything? Yeah. You know, uh, accountability uh, is, uh, one of the greatest things that you can have in your world, because without it, we're left to our own devices. We're left to our own thought processes. And it's a dangerous neighborhood up here. You know, so when you can have somebody who can support you to go through the journeys, who's been through them experientially themselves, if you're ever looking for a coach, whether it's me or somebody else, make sure that they have gone through things that you're experiencing yourself. 
because they're going to get it. They're going to have compassion. And that's what you want. You don't want somebody who's going to put the arm around the shoulder and say, hey, it's going to be okay. You want somebody who's going to put the arm around the shoulder and say, hey, it's going to be okay while they're putting their foot on your ass and saying, what are we going to do about it? You know, and that's what accountability is all about. It's about taking action. It's about looking at what occurred, finding the lessons and growing through them. You know, we can accomplish anything. Don't let anything get in your way. You know, uh, when I met uh, Robert in uh, June, I had just been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and uh, I had to cancel my recording session with him. He didn't know this. He's hearing this now. Yeah. <laughs> I had to cancel my recording session with him because I had to have life-saving surgery, which I just came out of. I'm 45 days removed from it and I'm cancer-free today. And I've been on a journey, uh, you know, and it brings, it's humbling. It, it, it brings a lot of introspective uh, moments. Uh, you know, you really see where you are and where you want to become. Um, but you know, that day you met me, Robert, I knew what was going on in my world. Would you have ever known I was dealing with that? No, no way. No, no. would have never known that because you know what we have each moment. So who are we going to be in this moment? Shit does happen. Who are we going to be? How are we going to choose to live? What's that next step? I knew full well, I had my moment when I found out it sucked getting the news, you know, really sucked hearing that. Who wants to hear that word? And especially what I had. Thank God it was stage one and we caught it early and got it out of me because the type I had is a silent killer. You know, you don't know until it's too late. Mm. You know, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, I knew really clearly right away that I'm not going down without a fight and I'm going to beat the shit out of this. And that was my mindset. You know, and then I asked myself, what are the things that give me life? What are the things that really inspire me? And obviously my, my wife, my family, uh, the passions that I have, uh, this is one of them, you know, doing what I do and who I get to be for people and living into those moments and cherishing them, you know, and I just invite all of you to lean into what's uncomfortable because none of us know what's coming our way. And as much as we'd like to think we're in control of things, we're not, you know, uh, so focus on what you can control. And don't allow outside circumstance to dictate things. And, and, you know, and, and, and that's what being strong in this one life we get to live is all about. You know, and I, my commitment is that we look back at the end of our career and we look back at the choices we made and we're proud. And we've gotten to be where we needed to be professionally, creatively and financially. We all deserve that because we give such, so much back to our communities and you owe it to yourself to give that much more back to yourself so that you can learn and grow the right way. So I appreciate you, Robert. I appreciate everybody who listened to this. Uh, come find me. Let's jam. Let's elevate. Let's keep kicking ass. Awesome. And uh, thank you so much. And uh, congratulations on your, uh, on your treatment and your surgery. I'm glad to hear that. And thank you so thank much you. again for coming on the show. Uh, I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you, brother. All the best. Bye, everybody. All right. All right. Take care. Bye-bye.